In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Risking the blank looks of the choristers, and perhaps a number of the congregation, this evening I'll begin with a verse not from our psalm, or canticles, or readings, but from the lyricist Ian Jury. The juice of a carrot, the smile of a parrot, a little drop of claret, anything that rocks, Elvis and Scotty, days when I ain't spotty, sitting on the potty, curing smallpox, reasons to be cheerful, part three. Reasons to be cheerful nearly topped the UK charts back in 1979, and whilst I could have chosen any number of verses from the scriptures we have heard this afternoon, for example, he taketh the simple out of the dust, in his love and his pity he redeemed them. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. Repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed. I chose a song instead because I find that sometimes I have to work quite hard to enable the scriptures to touch my life here and now. So distant can seem the world in which the scriptures took form. And often I find divine revelation just as readily in the profane as in the sacred, which is just as well because most of us don't spend all our days either in churches or with our noses buried in the scriptures. But both Ian Jury's songwriting, our scriptures today, and the admission of our new choristers, in all this we celebrate our astonishment at the gift of our animate selves and the majesty of the created order around us. Through the gifts of grace and love, the psalmist, the prophet, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the disciples, our choristers, and even a post-punk songwriter can each give voice to the absolute wonder and beauty and power of this very ordinary, everyday life that each of us has been gifted with, each in their own way and in their own sphere of influence, drawing people into a clearer and deeper comprehension of the wonder of our lives and of God's loving purposes. Today is Vocation Sunday, and so it seems an appropriate moment to stop and wonder about whether we appreciate our life as gift, not only for ourselves, but for others, and do we proclaim it? We might think that it was easy for the Blessed Virgin Mary to feel blessed, the clue after all is in the name, or for the authors of the Psalms or the great prophets whose words are recognized down the generations, or for a successful songwriter. But prophets were persecuted, Mary was vulnerable, Jury was disabled by the effects of childhood polio. 
two choristers today take their place as full members of the cathedral choir, which daily gives voice to the wonder and majesty of God's love. This is the expression, for now, of their vocation, their calling. They won't be choristers forever. There will come a time when they will leave the choir, and each of them will have to reevaluate their gifts and learn to value and deploy new talents. But the vocation remains the same. It is only the expression of it that changes, and it is one that each and every one of us shares. For each of us, the meaning and purpose of our lives, our vocation, is to be a revelation of God's love in whatever corner of the world we find ourselves. This common vocation is realized in many and various ways. It might be through our work or through relationships, through choice or through duty, but it essentially finds expression through you being you and me being me and all of us delighting in each other's otherness. It is something that inevitably has the potential to bring us both joy and discomfort because we are only human and limited in our capacity to be unconditional about almost anything, least of all about loving in a way that emulates the self-giving love of God. And frustratingly, it can be just when we feel ourselves to be most comfortable that we find that we have to refocus perhaps even relocate to enable this vocation to flourish. And it can be equally annoying just when we feel ourselves ready to head off in a new direction that God's call is to stay put. Jesus himself came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Peace abounds when in our lives we are able to give expression to our calling, our vocation. So on this Vocation Sunday, where and how is God calling to you to be a revelation of divine love? Can you accept this as your vocation? Where might God be calling you to be a revelation of divine love? Perhaps a clue to the answer to that question might be to wonder where in our lives the peace of God, which God wills for us, is lacking. Because this is not about a question of happiness. I think Christ himself shows us that being where God calls us to be can often be difficult and uncomfortable. But yet we can know the peace of God's presence in that situation, even if it is challenging. Edward and Charlie will no doubt face some challenges ahead in their time as choristers, but today we share their joy. And I hope on this Vocation Sunday and in the week ahead, it is with the same joy that you deepen your appreciation of your calling to become a revelation of God's love. Let us pray. Almighty God, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks 
for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honour and glory, world without end. Amen. <laughs> 